Thanks to everyone who supported us over at patreon.com slash boards and swords. Check it out if you want additional content like the pre-show, post-show, bonus bits. Once again, we are live from Swordplay Studios. It's time for Boards and Swords. Boards and Swords! Hold on, I'm just going to alt-tab into World of Warcraft here for a second. (laughs) That's right. This is Boards and Swords. This is a show where we are all about those bad jokes, those good folks, and then with some gaming thrown in. Uh, Normally some board gaming, but I have a good feeling this time it's going to be a lot of video game talk. I'm going to apologize to most of you in advance, but that's just how things is. Uh, so I'm one of your hosts. My name is Chris Renshaw, and uh, my recovering partner in crime over the internet's is Mr. Philip Herbig. What's going on, everybody? But uh, yes, that is uh, the, that's kind of why we had a couple of weeks off, and where this one's actually a little delayed. And I'll try and push the podcast episode out as soon as I can. But yeah, uh, Philip injured his back, and I didn't find out till like right before the show, or like a couple hours before the show started. The last show was supposed to start. And it's like, well, we're not doing the show. Yep. And then um, I had it scheduled to do like a thing with with um, uh, Jimmy and Corey, and then I just never did it. Nothing on them. It was because I'm in a deep World of Warcraft obsession right now. It's not that just that though. It was the fact that uh, I've gotten Chloe hooked back in as well, and she's been oh, yeah. wanting to play a lot. And so when it's like recovery podcast or hang out with a child that doesn't always want to hang out with me because you know teenagers i'm gonna choose the child (laughs) the child or the asset um both (laughs) (laughs) oh that reminds me are you caught up on one division because we'll have to talk about that in the bonus i haven't even started oh okay all right we're not gonna talk honestly i kind of wanted to wait until all the episodes came out and then just (laughs) slam through it uh, long story short, probably a good idea. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, let's uh, let's start off. I do have some news. <laughs> All right. Some of these are going to be right, old. My, what? My fingers were off the home keys. Oh, you're fine. I just figured it was a delay. Um, these are going to be a little late because I had this all written out for the last one and I didn't feel like rewriting it because why put good news stories to waste? So yeah. you'll get updated news in a week-ish for the next episode. So uh, first story we have is that, uh, hey, if they used uh, reusable materials in the molds for candy bars, would they be considered uh, terraforming Mars bars? <laughs> Uh, and that is, we have Terraforming Mars Ares Expedition, the the Terraforming Mars card game, which is kind of funny considering Terraforming Mars is a card game. Yeah, it's there's so, a lot of cards. Yeah, uh, it's a one to four player design from the some from Sydney Engelstein, and then the people behind Jacob Frixilis, who I know he's the original designer of Terraforming Mars. So it's an engine-building game in which players control interplanetary corporations with the goal of making Mars habitable. So there you go, Philip. It's just terraforming Mars in a different game style. uh, I'm guessing so. One to four players. I would imagine, like, because a lot of people say stuff about the the problem with terraforming Mars, it gets kind of long. I would hope they would make this like a 45-minute version of it. Oh. Because otherwise, yeah, what's the point? Hey, did they spell that guy's name right? Which guy? Right. No, no, no. Uh, right, no, no. Scroll down. Scroll down. Scroll down. Are you talking no, about 
Philip K. Dick. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's spelled correctly. Yeah, that's, is there one L in that name? Uh, I don't. You know, I don't honestly don't know. I know that that it's the guy that did uh uh do androids dream of electric sheep oh, well, and right like the uh, he's done other stuff too. I'm just trying to remember. Apparently, the three stigmata of Palmer Eldritch. Apparently, yes, he spells his name with one L. Hey, his middle name is Kindred. <laughs> He's a kindred spirit then, apparently. Exactly. That's right. Um, so for this next one, I might have uh, stacked the deck towards Philip um, in that I don't want to become a Renegade Society member. Uh, <laughs> Power Rangers hey. deck building game. It's not a cult. <laughs> have you already pre-ordered this? Uh, no, I did not. Um, and, and here's my thing. <laughs> Because, uh, so, like, I've played the actual board game twice. Yep. And that's about it. So, but this is Power Rangers, the card game, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Um, even though, even though I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Renegade Games whore, and I'm going to buy everything they put out for Power Rangers, I, I want to play more before I start sinking money into different... Says the guy that, like, how many uh, <laughs> buys every... Oh, I've, bought, si- I've bought every single expansion <laughs> for the current game. Yes, but I don't want to buy a completely different game style. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we have uh, Wizards wants. Come on, you man! To- I'm I'm focusing on the minis. Uh, that's true. Uh, I can't fault you for that. Uh, Wizards wants you to keep playing D and D this year by announcing Candlekeep Mysteries RPG Adventures. It's a a series of pre made adventures, so kind of like the the Tales from the Dawning Portal, where it was a bunch of adventures all in the same book. Yeah. Um, this one is going to include uh, adventures for characters of levels one to sixteen. And each adventure begins with the discovery of a book, and each book is the key to a door behind which danger and glory await. Uh, they can be so run as so it's missed. <laughs> But the biggest thing they're saying is like uh, they they tried to go and get like a lot of new people uh, for writing these, like mm. j- a lot of diverse and new creators. Um, and it's it, there's great because I, I, I even noticed some of them like Daniel Kwan in here from like the RPG community in general, like very mm. vocal people in the community. So there is that. Although they're talking like all the they, they made a big push about like if you just read this press release, you're just like oh okay. And then they have like Christopher Perkins in here. <laughs> but when they did the original pre- like announcement and like all their social media pushes, like, hey, we're doing this book with a bunch of new creators. And then you look on the list like, but Chris Perkins is in there. That's not a new creator. Like, mm-hmm. I get you got to put a name. You know, he's a he's a big D&D guy and you got to put your name in there. But it's like, we already have like five years of <laughs> Chris Perkins adventures. <laughs> Like I'm not knocking. He's a great. He's a great designer and a great uh, storyteller. But it's like if you're gonna push that this is all new people. Yeah. But this actually really gave me an idea. I kind of want to very similar to the kind of the premise here, but a little bit more focused. Is I want to get together a bunch of people and do like an outline. Everybody gets the same outline where it's like you got to have this many bosses. This is the overall background of the scenario. Um, like, you know, like uh, very basic in the sense of hero has to go retrieve this type of item from a dungeon or whatever and mm-hmm. say, like, design it for f- to be around a four hour adventure. It's got to be D&D 5e and then go and then just have a bunch of people and go and see what everybody comes up with to where it's very similar premises, but everybody gets to put their own s- spin and style on it. Okay, yeah. So that's I, I heard that and I was like, man, that would be really cool just to see what differences there are there between all the different people. Um, speaking of D&D, uh, I'll take the initiative 
on this next one uh, as Corey Konetska asked us to take the initiative. Uh, it's a new, it's, it's so Corey Konetska is a big former FFG designer. Uh, he's he, a lot of games that like, if, if you have a lot of FFG games, if you look in the books, his name is probably in there somewhere. His name's there? Okay. Yeah. He was he like, their, the, he was like one of their chief. guy in charge of all the cardboard cutouts, wasn't he? <laughs> Uh, that uh, you want to hit the ding for every time you make that joke, probably. But uh, he, I think he was like their senior game designer at one point. Um, but uh, he now has his own Asmodee umbrella called uh, Unexpected Games, a new studio for him. And it looks like okay. their first title is called uh, The Initiative, which was supposed to originally be out in 2020 and then now scheduled for release in quarter two 2021. Uh, one to four player cooperative game. That's unlike anything he's done previously. That's saying a lot because he's done a lot. A uh, unique of story, strategy, and code breaking lets players take on the role of teenagers in 94 who have found a mysterious board game called The Key. So not only will they play The Key, but they will help the teens through a pivotal chapter of their lives by following a series of missions linked together via interactive comic book. So it's a board game about playing a board game. Hey, it's Millennium Blades. <laughs> uh, it's that's interesting, and I'm definitely interested in just the fact that I've become more I've become more into cooperative games than I have just straight like straight em up kind of you versus me games. Okay, yeah. Just because there's usually a lot of cool storytelling bits in there for the that you always seem to get more storytelling in the cooperative games than you do in. in like oh, you the, definitely do. Oh, and, yeah. And then like the me versus you games. Although I, I keep hearing because there's a new um, the Anachrony is Anachrony is a board game that uh, comes out from Mind Clash Games and it's like a time travel ish futuristic game. Okay. And I kind of want to try it, but it's super heavy, so I don't want to like buy it, right? Um, because that, that could easily be outside my realm. But like one of the key things is like you can borrow resources from the future. So like you go into this area and time travel to the future and take these resources. But at some point later in the game, you have to go You're back and come the, across that area. Yeah, you, ha- you have to like there. give those resources back, basically, or you create these like time paradox things. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's super cool. And then lastly for you, um, it might be hard, but I don't know if you'll be able to find the origin of this pun. And that oh. is uh, Origins Game Fair is getting pushed back until fall. That uh, I think I did. I think I saw that one floating around. Something else I was looking at. Yeah, it's really weird. If you oh, look- it was in, it was in the Gen Con group. Someone was talking about Origins. Yeah, well, because uh, this was another one of the was kind of announced at the same time. But like a lot of a lot of conventions are pushing to like fall, and so there's like mm-hmm. three like three big conventions. I want to say it's like uh, UK Game Expo. There's something else, and Gen Con are all like back to back to back weekends. And then with this oh, being September 30th, that's only like three or four weekends later. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I want to be hopeful, but I'm really thinking that cons not happening in 2021 that they probably shouldn't happen just cause I just like all it takes is one, you know, like it, it, it and you're not wrong. It does. It just, it takes, you I know, mean, that's, that's even, and that's just with a lot of things in life. It just takes one bad apple. Yeah. And it, it, it also comes down to the, like, um, if you think about just the numbers, um, if you think oh, about, yeah, just you use the law of big numbers, something's going to happen. Well, yeah, but if also 65, it's like 5,000 people gathering in the same six, 65, well, let's stick with 60 so that the numbers are easy to do math. 
60,000 people, even if every single one of those people had a vaccine, like, which by itself is... Like, I have people that are just straight up like, no, I'm not getting the vaccine. Okay. But like, assuming every single one of those 60,000 people get the vaccine, the vaccine, while good, is only 95% effective. So that's still yep. like 2,000 people getting COVID from that type of event, mm -hmm. you know, and that's your best case scenario. So I... I feel like it's going to be one of those everyone's going to put it off and put it off and then either they're going to keep it, in which case they've put off so much planning that it's going to suck. Oh, yeah. Or they just cancel and then it's like, oh, we got excited for nothing. And then it's like, no, we should have. Like, I feel like local cons could come back this year. They could. Starting in the summer, like all you're like a thousand and below. <laughs> mm -hmm. But at this point, I'll just be glad for when yeah. I can game in person again. Yes. I'll be ready for that. Like not have any, not have any worry of like, I'm just going to barge into your house and we're going to start playing games one day. Yeah. Also more like, Hey, I'd like to socialize with people, but the games are or cool. Like, the games are cool too, but yes. Like let's, uh, okay. Someone's going to have to be stuck in their house, but the rest of us are going to come be stuck in your house with you <laughs> for at least the next six hours. And we're all having a giant whiskey. <laughs> Looks like some people are staying a lot longer than six hours then if we're breaking out the alcohol. Um, I mean, I mean, you have it right away. <laughs> Speaking of which, I got to throw it. So we're, mov we're moving a lot of stuff and organizing a lot of things. Like if right. I turned the camera around once again, this room always seems to be like the dump area for like whenever we're doing stuff. Uh -huh. Like it, it's the nexus for stuff piles up here until I can sort it out into the various rooms for storage that it goes to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so I was cleaning out one of the rooms and uh, making space on some bookshelves to like shove them full of comics to get them out of the room where Chloe's doing her her sewing stuff. And to give more space, I pulled out all my liquor bottles. <laughs> and she's just like, "That's a lot of liquor." Like it kind of makes it seem like there's a problem. Like, no, that would only be a problem if those were empty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most of those have like been in that same those same levels for like five years because i don't drink socially or i mean i only drink socially right so uh philip oh how's how's yeah. netflix been have you found the end of netflix yet um i have not found the end of netflix um i did find that a lot of stuff um a lot of stuff has moved around the different streaming services yeah. so um I really liked the show uh, Flashpoint about the uh, Canadian SWAT team that has uh, Amy Jo Johnson on it. Oh, I heard. I think you mentioned this before. Yeah. Great show. Um, it's on CBS All Access now. So mm. I was like, oh, hey, sweet. Let me start watching that again. Um, I have not started a rerun of The West Wing <laughs> during this whole ordeal. I'm actually very proud of myself on that. Oh, my gosh. I've been stuck having to watch Friends like multiple times because... Ashley and Chloe went through it and then decided to go through it again. So I, they just like, it's like background material. Like they just oh, like yeah, having it on in the background. Yeah, that's, I, I can see that. I did that with the West Wing for the longest time. I mean, there were certain episodes where it's like, yep, nope, this episode has my attention. I mean, that's that letter, level. that's letter Kenny for me. Oh yeah, that was, that was, oh, this, this last season. Man. I know it was a dud. That was, that was it, a dud. Like there was some stuff that hit and yeah. I liked it. Like the, the first episode, the opening of the first episode where they were like, oh, what's this? Only three guys. Well, you know, bring some more guys. It'll be a fight <laughs> <laughs> um i mean but gaming is also kind of it was also kind of cool to see the um so the um oh can, i i don't have okay no i'm gonna get the actor's name uh so one of the guys who was part of the like the canadian the three canadian army guys that showed up yeah um he was in a show called 
Dark Matter. Oh, um, so that show. Cool. Yeah. So um, it was kind of cool seeing a uh, big name, probably, actor, like just show up in Letterkenny for like an episode or two. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Speaking of which, I got to look something up because there's, uh, I heard a rumor that, yes, so it is. So uh, the guy that the actor that plays Riley is like mm-hmm. the, is the one of the coaches on the new Mighty Ducks series. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> I did see like, that. Like, how perfect like, is that? Okay, so the guy, the uh, the actor's name is Alex Malari Jr. Mm. Yes. So, have you had any? But yeah, it's it's cool to see them like branch out into other because yeah. um uh Michelle Milet, Katie, yeah, uh she was on um she was on a three part sci fi miniseries called uh, Ascension. Like that's where I first saw her. Oh, is that the one where like it was about the ship in space, but apparently wasn't about a ship in space because it turns out they, yes. <laughs> they weren't a ship in space. They weren't actually in space. I I maybe maybe within like the next few years because the the show starts on like the the 51st year of their voyage Mm -hmm. i want like in the next few years i want a follow-on series (laughs) of like okay uh shit it's been 100 years um they need to land at some point (laughs) (laughs) what do we do do now oh man there's uh turbulence on the planet uh you guys got to go in your pods to to get there that's right that's right (laughs) Oops, um, turns out this planet's already occupied. (laughs) Turns out your ship accidentally went back to Earth. We call this the uh, Planet of the Apes Syndrome. (laughs) So, uh, why you been been on your back? Have you had any chance to play any games? Uh, You got that tablet. You got that fancy tablet. I do have that fancy tablet. And I did, um, so... One of the first things I did when I got that fancy tablet was I went through to um, all the games on my phone that I could link to um, at least link them to Facebook because I know Google and Apple don't really like to share the store information. Yeah. So if I could link them via Facebook or via their own, like whatever company's website, I moved most of those games off my phone onto the tablet. And then that was as far as I got. (laughs) I did download my entire Kindle library onto the tablet though. And it took up like one gigabyte. uh, uh, Not yet. (laughs) I'm not there yet. Well, because as we were talking, um, because I had mentioned Myst, there were a series of like, in-universe missed books mm. like about the actual like creation of the books in mist and like there was a whole thing going on none of them are on kindle oh <laughs> which is a little aggravating well as we've been getting into our, our world of warcraft obsession uh ashley and i were like hey we should like read the we should do because they've been wanting to do like a book club kind of thing where we all read the same same book but it's like finding a type of book that we'll all enjoy reading is a little trouble because they like different things than I do. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. But she was like, oh, we should like read the World of Warcraft books because I've read like a couple of them and they're really good. Um, And then just giving us background on the lore and stuff. Um, But so since she she primarily reads books through listening to audio books. So and then we found the first book. It's like War of the Ancients, like the Well of Eternity or something like that at like the uh, the local used bookstore. I haven't had a chance to actually read because I just haven't read. <laughs> and that and I was trying to figure out, am I going to listen to it with like, is, are we going to put it like put that on in the background and watch while or listen to that while we do other things? Um, or do I want to just read the book trying to figure it out? So moving, moving on. Uh, one of the things that the idea that is board gaming wise, and we had talked about it, but I'll bring it up here just to peer pressure you. Um, 
is we talked about uh, starting to, to focus on a couple of board game apps and then like playing like one in between episodes a couple of times uh, and then talking about it. Okay. And then uh, I think, like I said, the one I want to start with is the Small World app because... Yep, uh, and I, I did pull that onto the tablet. Yeah, because mainly because I have Small World of Warcraft. And so... Ah. I want to get refreshed on that game so that it would be easier to play that the play that version. Um, so yeah, we're going to be playing Small World. If anybody wants to play games with us, then let us know. And uh, hopefully we'll ha- be back. I, I think we may, we'll, we'll probably talk about it on the off episode. So that gives us like a month to play it a bunch. Yeah. Like when we don't have a guest here to talk about their stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um... And then uh, I think that I think it's time for me to talk World of Warcraft. Uh, World of Warcraft. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna forgive everybody now. I'm not gonna get. I try not. I'll try not to get super super deep into it. But um, no way, man. Dive in. Dive in. Well, yeah, but I know like not everybody's gonna care. But so World of Warcraft just launched the expansion at the end of last year, uh, the Shadowlands, and I've been avoiding it, and I've been avoiding WoW because I knew it was a time suck, like it is. Um, but between like just getting Chris to starts th- playing, he comes up with a bigger beard. What year is it? What? So between like you know just reaching that point of the pandemic and just wanting to tune out, and also like I kept hearing one of these other board game podcasts I listened to, My High Game Guys, they were talking about it. And I was like, oh, that sounds really good. And I really want to play. And then it was like, hey, family let's all play world of warcraft again and they're like (laughs) okay let's do it (laughs) and then they didn't play as much and i just went all in (laughs) like at first it was like oh well we don't need the expansion because they did this whole level squish thing and now my like level 100 110 characters are like 35 and 40 and the max level before you even get to the expansion is 50 so we got plenty of they did a condensing yeah oh wow it's actually, there's a lot of really cool features in here that I kind of wish had been there from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. But so, yeah, after about a week, I had I already had gotten everybody. <laughs> actually, it was only like three, three days or so I got my character up to where I needed the expansion. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, I'll just get the expansion. And then I get a max level character. And then I'm leveling. Now I'm leveling with Chloe. And that's where I was talking about that we started doing like, like every day after dinner, we'd sit down and play. And then it got to the point where she needed the expansion. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's a lot of, so I have not played since Warlords of Drainer, which was two expansions ago. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so that's where, I, that's where I stopped too. Yeah. A lot of things have changed. So first of all, they have this thing called party sync, which is when you get into a party, you click this button and it auto adjusts everybody's level to be around the same range. Okay. Uh, not only that, it gives you like the quests that other people are on or allows you to share them, even if you've already done them or not eligible for the quests so that everybody can be doing the same type of stuff. That's good. Yeah. So, but it it, it sets everybody at that level. So it's really easy to do um, group questing together. It gets a little tricky once you get towards the higher level stuff in Shadowlands, but as far as like your your base game stuff, it, it works really well. Also, because, okay. because of the level squish, you know, some zones only have like, a, a, like if, if, if you kept the levels the same, some zones would only be like one or two levels of content. Oh, wow. Well, because of, you know, like this was five, this was, you know, you went here for these five levels. Well, now we've squished them. So that's like, it's like one or two, one or two. So that's not really a thing. So what happens is, is you quest in like your starting area up to 10. And then pretty much after that, 
between 10 and 50, you can go anywhere and just oh, okay. do the quests and the the they ha- it's called this thing it's like Chromie time, which is this uh Chromie's one of the dragons that's the the master of of like the time stream or whatever. Master of time stream. Yeah. yeah. So basically what happens is you enable this and whatever level you are, wherever you want to go will adjust to your level. Okay. So like I was doing some of the later expansions that were, you know, my character was the appropriate level for because I was already max level at at the time. And I was seeing like level 25 people running around. (laughs) So that those two things like, man, I really wish this had been a thing way back when because so many times like. I wouldn't be able to play as much as like friends in college and they'd get super far ahead and I couldn't quest with them because I was so far behind and they didn't want to help me because I wasn't getting, yeah. ex- they wouldn't get experience. Oh, that's the other thing is if you're a higher level and you're doing this party ch- a party sync thing, you're still getting your level amount of experience. So like oh, see, you can tip. actually level by helping other your like lower level friends level. So that's a that's um um uh not not to not to diswow for showing a plate to the party with this. Oh yeah, that's um, uh, I, I understand. That's, that's, that's like been the, a thing in Star Trek online for a while. Yeah, and like okay. my I, I told this to to my brother. I was talking to him like, oh yeah, that's like something Elder Scrolls online is like the the you can go anywhere and it adjusts mm-hmm. your level. They're like, oh yeah, Elder Scrolls has been doing that forever. And I'm like, yes, I realized that like. Wow is Wow is like the Apple of MMOs. Like they claim to be in a, like they're innovative and in that they do things that have already out there a little bit differently. Oh. But like so, those are a lot of the mechanical things that have been happening in the background. But like the story is really good. This t- it, I mean, it's good several times. But like it, this is one of those that like it reminds me of like Missa Pandaria. How and how just like I'm following the story and like making sure you do the the, the story quests and such. Okay. So it's like so what happens is uh Sylvanas the leader of the the undead goes bananas. Yep. Like she be, so uh, around like the end of of Legion or around I'm sorry, wait, goes bananas. Goes more bananas. Okay, all right, more. Cuz so she becomes so she becomes war chief of the horde, right? And that's where like Battle for Azeroth is a lot of her pushing all this this war and stuff and you come to find out why is basically she just wants a lot of people to die. And so she can have a giant arm. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not that, not that like we're talking people die, not come back. Oh. So she just wants a lot of people to die. Um, come to find out why. Like it gets to one point where um like one of the horde people challenges her and then she's at some point she just like is heard saying like she gets pissed off and like, I don't care about your horde or whatever. And then everybody's like, oh my God. So she runs away. And then she goes to Ice Crown, Ice Crown Citadel, where the the Bolivar, the guy that's like, there must always be a Lich King so that all these things oh, don't go right. wrong. The guy who throws himself. Yeah. Well, she yeah. challenges him, and at first he's like holding his own, but then she gets like super powerful from so, out of nowhere and just like chains him down, and then like grabs the the helm off of him, and he's all like. Oh, that power will be your prison. And she's like, this world is a prison and just rips the helmet apart instead. And there's just this massive explosion that rips a hole in the sky and basically like opens the opens the world between the the Azeroth and the afterlife, basically. And you come. So so then like all these like winged creatures come down, start grabbing like hero, like all the all the all the uh, leaders of the Alliance and the Horde and taking them away. So you end up having to follow and you come to find out that the way the afterlife in, in, in the, the World of Warcraft universe, the way the afterlife works is there's this city called Oribos 
and all the souls get funneled through Ouroboros, and there's this um, there's this guy that basically, you know, there's a person there that basically sends, like, judges your soul and sends everybody to the uh, the the proper afterlife. Like, gotcha. And then, like, you, you see, like, a handful of them there. Like, one of the places is called, like, Ardenwell, which is if you were all nature, nature, you get to go there, and you know what? You may end up getting reborn as something else. But, like, you get to take care of, you know, spend, you did good, so here you get to take care of more nature stuff. There's one that's, like, um, if you were an honorable soldier or whatever, then you go to this place called Bastion, and um, you get to train to become the people that, like, carry souls to, you know, Orbers and all this. Oh, so, like, um, analogous to Valkyries? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they look very much Valkyrie. Um, and then there's this place called Maldraxxus, which is basically, like, the, the Shadowlands is the afterlife, basically. That's what they're called. Um, so, the, sh- the, the um, Maldraxxus is, like, the army for uh, the Shadowlands. So, like, their job is to keep everything defended and everything in balance kind of thing. So, if you were just, like, you know conquest soldiery kind of person you go there um if you were a soul that like you did bad stuff but people think you can be redeemed you go to this place called revendreth that's basically like british vampires <laughs> and the idea being is like your soul gets tortured until you you confront your sins and then you get pure you get purified kind of thing all right all right however all the really really bad people that like no redemption everyone you're like fundamentally bad you get sent to this place called the mall which is basically hell and it's like this inescapable place like everybody that gets sent there never goes comes out like it's just this black hole of evil well let me guess that's the first place she went to wasn't it well what happens is is somebody messed something up and all the souls are going into the mall instead. Oh. Like they're just, they're not even going, they're just bypassing straight. They're just going straight. They're not even through. going through sorting. They're well, they're going, going through Oribos, but they're not even getting sorted. They're just funneling straight into the mall. And the problem is, is the, the souls are also like power, like fuel. Like they have this this energy called like anima that, that okay. helps fuel the afterlife. So all these other realms are, are being. Um, devoid of this life basically um meanwhile the mall and the jailer that occupies it are just getting stronger and stronger and stronger this is why uh sylvanas wanted to just kill a bunch she just wanted a bunch of people to die because it's more souls getting funneled into the mall so you have to you have to go into the mall and then you magically you're able to escape because that's like the first the first set of missions and then you have to go around the shadowlands being like what the heck's going on here but it's a real it's a really sweet story and one of the other cool things is when you get to 60 um you get to choose a covenant which is okay you've been to all these different places uh which side are you uh, allying yourself with and then that gives you a separate set of uh campaign quests once you hit 60 okay that furthers the story in that direction even more but it also gets you like a set of gear that like you can upgrade um as you get a different piece they get higher and higher level and you can upgrade all the other lower bits so that when you finish the quest line you have like epic level gear that you could then go do raids with oh cool so that was really cool because like you know a lot of times it was like okay i finished questing well now i need to go do heroics until i have a big enough dungeons to do all that stuff but uh Uh, so uh, speaking of dungeons and raids did they um uh so i remember when i was running around with my 
my um like with my death knight mm -hmm. at level 100 and it was like oh here's this uh here's this level 40 like 40 man raid let me go solo it can you still do that kind of stuff oh yeah like one okay. of the things we did i i was doing even when my character was like level 40 is we went and did a bunch of like the Lich King fights to try and unlock all the the achievements. Right. So yeah, you can still do that. Okay. All right. Cool. Because I mean that was I mean hell that was fun. Yeah. Just like oh yeah, back when the game first came out, this took forty people to finish. <laughs> I'm gonna do it single. I'm gonna but do they it also have this. They also have this cool thing. They have like the, the every now and then they'll have an event called time walking where you can earn badges towards special loot. Um, by you queue up in the in the the dungeon finder for old ex for old dungeons, and it'll scale you down to those dungeons. Like a couple weeks ago, it was like the Cataclysm week, so like you got quests that gave you money and stuff, and 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 other 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 kinds of like level appropriate loot. But it sent you back to doing old dungeons. Okay, I, I do remember seeing that on because I th I still follow Warcraft on Facebook. Yeah, oh, I probably did like the announcement when it was that that week. Yeah. So yeah, but um, so that was that was a lot of a lot of cool things. Um, I won't I won't try, I'll try not to to I could spend an hour talking about World of Warcraft and maybe we will. I mean, you're in, over in here you're stuff. over here talking about this story and I'm just like, man, my wallet's cussing me out right now. Dude. <laughs> I had my bank account or my bank was like, um, because like. I had to sign in, you know, I was putting everybody on the same credit card. So I had three separate $15 charges <laughs> and my bank was like, did you authorize this? <laughs> You're like, Hey there, buddy. Did you, <laughs> Oh, you gotta be, you gotta be careful with some of those, um, some of those text messages because, uh, one now, of my, this one was one, one my... like uh, you had to, you had to actually go to the app and oh, you had click. to go to the app. You had to go to the app and say, yes, I did this. So I had to, I had to call my credit card company one day because I'm, um, I had done a couple of charges on it and they went through perfectly fine. And then I went to dinner mm -hmm. and I paid with the same credit card. And um, the like the day before, actually the day before I had made a charge and it sent me the message of like, hey, did you make this charge? Send back yes if you did and no if you didn't. And I was like, uh, okay, sure. Um, so I sent back, yes, I made the charge. Everything was fine. Next day I'm doing stuff. I go to dinner. I get the same message again, but they flipped it. Oh no. The like, yes, if you want us to lock your card, oh, no, no if you're card is and fine. you hit yes i just typed in yes because i was like up oh, same message whatever and all of a sudden it's like um oops as soon as i hit send i actually read the text message just like oh god no i mean no so i had to call them up and they were like all right did you do i'm like yes i was just at dinner can we hurry up so the waitress doesn't think i'm an ass <laughs> hey man there's all this cool stuff now yeah there's all the cool stuff well, i i'm i i there's a lot of things that like I missed just because of, you know, I mean, yeah, I wasn't playing, I was playing other things. And, uh, but looking at like, um, like the battle for Ogremar. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, uh, uh, like if you go to Undercity now, it's demolished. Uh -huh. Like there is no Undercity. Oh. Like it's just this mist of green, and you can even see like this this uh, line in the line in the dirt of like this burned in kind of thing. In fact, if that you was want, the, that was the horde area over on uh, the other continent. Uh, yeah, on Eastern. Yeah, no, yeah. Kalimdor, Eastern Kingdoms, oh. and Kalimdor. E or no, Eastern, Eastern Kingdoms. Kingdoms. Yes, it was on the Eastern side. Yes. Yeah, because that that was mainly the Alliance side. Yeah. yeah, but one of the things is like if you need to do stuff in there, there's a guy you can go to that's like, hey, I want to see what. Uh, I want to see what Undercity was like back in the day. And you click him and he reset, he puts you in a new phase of like old Undercity. 
Uh, okay, cool. But yeah. Uh, also, it's really cool because uh, the, the the guild... Uh, were you in AIE? Yes. I'm still in AIE on Star Trek Online, but ah. I'm pretty certain they kicked me out of... Uh, yeah, because they, um, they, they, they kick you out to keep the... The World of Warcraft one. Yeah, they keep to keep everything fresh because they got limits on how many people can be in each guild. Oh, yeah, which, I mean, I completely understand. Yeah. But uh, so I was able... Because it's really easy to get back in. You just message an officer and be like, hey, I was in. Can I get back in? Yep. But they have this thing that's uh, on... Because that, that's the thing. It's like I never I never did raids unless it's like what you did, where, what we were talking about, where you went back and did old raids. I mean, I uh, did the... I fought the Lich King, and that was it. But that was also yep. like six months after it, after it came out and like everybody was over geared and just somebody in chat was like, Hey, we got two openings and me and Ashley jumped in and killed the Lich King. Mm-hmm. And then even then it was just like, sit over here and just do your thing. <laughs> kind of like spam heals or spam AOE. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, so I've never really been a rate cause it's usually just like a big commitment and like with the family and stuff, it's just hard and making sure and playing a lot. It's just a lot. It, it demands a lot. Well, the yeah. guild, the guild has this thing now. Um, on Saturday nights that they call Noob Raid. And it's just, all it is is you just sign up and they walk you through every fight. They tell you how each boss is going to go. Like, you don't have to go do a bunch of research on how each thing it is. You just show up. Uh, you have to have a certain gear score because they use the the looking for raid system. Okay. Um, that's how they, they um, because it's, if by doing that, it makes a quote unquote easier version of the raid and it okay. also automatically yeah. summons everybody there. Yeah, that that's a big one. Yeah. And by doing that, that means to use that system, you have to have a certain gear score. So that's like the only requirement. So, but so last night I stayed up and was, and was able to raid. Cool. I died like half the time, but <laughs> that's half the fun. Yeah. <laughs> You just get one of the healers to uh, bring you back to life. And- <laughs> hey, the, the yeah, so that was that was fun. Um, there's definitely like that. Uh, there was kind of like this rush of like, oh, I want to be able to do this thing. And then now I'm like, whew, now I can kind of breathe and maybe I don't need to play as much. <laughs> but then again, there's other things that you can do once you hit the raids because it's like, oh, cool. I'm only one raid boss away from unlocking this other thing. Yeah. Maybe I should just do the LFR just to do the <laughs> get in a random group just to kill one more boss. Mm-hmm. I did that with um some some lava pit mm. raid. I wouldn't even know because that was back when I don't even remember what the raids were for like. Um, he always dropped something called like the Eye of. The oh, Eye of Molten Core? Ragnar? Molten Core, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I ran that one like six times in a row. <laughs> With my level one hundred death knight. Nice. <laughs> also, I um uh there was there was some something in the um uh what's the Lich King area? The Ice Crown. Ice Crown. Yeah. There there I I got some achievement because of uh because I soloed that one. It was like defeat the six bosses within half an hour. Oh yeah. Or something. And I was like, oh yeah, that was kind of easy. And then you get the other if you switch it to like a t- from a twenty man to a ten to like a t- a ten man. Oh, that's right. That's right, because you could have the different level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you, man. Shut up. <laughs> I just it it's no other like MMO. I, I saw a post of mine from a couple day from a couple years ago where I was talking playing Guild Wars 2. And it's just like there are games that you play, and then there are games like WoW that just like grab you and just won't let go. And it's just mm-hmm. like you're going I mean, to you're, enjoy, over, you're going to enjoy this. <laughs> you're over here talking about the story and all the stuff, and I'm just like <sighs> 
And then the way my brain works, the the card that I would use to like activate and purchase all this stuff, it's saved in my Google account and I know the security code by heart. Because <laughs> that's what it's going to ask me for to autofill it. Yeah. But the good news is, is you'll have like, you know, 15 level, 10 to 15 levels worth of content to play before... At least before I cap out. Yeah. Before you need to have the Shadowlands stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Can we do Pandaren Death Knights yet? Uh, I don't know because they added a bunch of. There's also new races and stuff now. Oh yeah, because I know you can do the um. Uh, who was the blind guy? Uh oh oh right. There's uh, uh demon hunters. Um, yeah, you can be those. Yeah yeah. yeah. Illidan. That was the blind Illidan. guy. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah. We started Death Knight or we started Demon Hunters to play together, and then Ashley hasn't been playing as much because she's been sick, and that was like, well, we're all playing this together, so. Yeah, but at, at the same time, Chloe had played her. She had she had a boosted because like she had used it from when she she actually had Legion, one of the the, the expansion after, and she had been playing by herself. Okay. Um, so she had a token, and so she had like a level forty Death Knight or a Demon Hunter, and so she was playing, and she was that's her quote unquote main now, and she's actually getting level. She's up. To, she's getting. They've never had max level characters. <laughs> like Chloe's never had max level characters. But now okay. she's like really close. She's at like level 53, level 52 out of 60. And for the first time, I took her through a dungeon because in the past, she had always been like, you know, a preteen. You know, like the pre- last time we were playing it, she was between seven and 12. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not really comfortable. Plus, there's a lot going on. She's not going to understand. Mm-hmm. So I had never, we had never done that. But now we were to the point, it's like, hey, you want to try You want to try a dungeon? And she's like, what's uh, okay? And so we're, we were both DPS and we queued up in the dungeon finder, play that. And she's like, that was a lot of fun. And I'm like, yep. So yeah, we the, we, we've done a couple of uh, dungeon runs as well through that. I remember that day she got snippy with me, so I PvP'd her. <laughs> You like challenged her to a duel? Oh yeah, like she she was getting <laughs> super because because we were all in your living room. Yeah, yeah. Was that the time? It was like New Year's Eve, and we were all playing WoW yeah. in the living room. Uh huh. Yeah, she got super snippy over something. I was like, all right, you know what? <laughs> Except that pop up that just came up on your screen. <laughs> smack, 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 and you're down. <laughs> uh that was like what were we? Oh, we were playing. That reminds me of when we were playing Minecraft once and we have like the cheats on that allow you to like teleport to play to people. Mm. And I I stood, you know how like you could hold, you could like shift or control or whatever and like be right on the edge. So you're technically over the edge, but like it won't let you fall. So I did that and locked myself there and then she was being, she was, (laughs) she was being, you know, just giving me grief she was being (laughs) grief about stuff and so i teleported her to my location but since i was over the thing it just dropped her straight into lava (laughs) like oh oh well yeah i remember i uh i had to i had to very because i was i tried playing it with you guys and i had to very quickly uh uh learn how to not kick myself over the edge yeah because you gave me you gave me like a full set of diamond everything and i was like oh what button do you hit to not do this as i was walking toward the lava (laughs) and now all that diamond stuff is just under the lava all right well we can maybe save more more of that talk for the bonus bits but uh before we get to some feedback because we did have some ah i want to say shout out to yes uh, Record sh- more. Is that the feedback? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me pull up some more of that. Trying to find. Okay. Uh, just to say, let me try that again. Just wanted to say, make sure you go check out patreon.com slash boards and swords. If you like this stuff and you want to see, get all the extra content, um, 
for instance, we just had a new patron, uh, Michael Hargis, just joined. So thank you, Michael. He he sent us an email for like the 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 contest that I'm still going to send stuff out for here soon. Oh, All right. right. So he sent in an email for the contest, and he was like, "Oh, it'd be really great to hear you talk about like you know comics and other games and stuff you and stuff you want to talk about." And I'm like. Well, I hate to. And we were talking about other things because he had some gaming related questions. I was like, "That's good topics for me to think about for the future." And then we were we were chatting, and uh, he was that. That's when he mentioned this, and I was like, "Well, I hate to throw a Patreon plug in here, but for a dollar a month, you might be getting what you want." <laughs> yeah. And then he went and backed. So I was like, "Hope." I was like, "Well, let me know if there's not what you wanted, because you know we could always talk about other things." Exactly. We're, we're easy. <laughs> That's even on the thing. That's uh, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna label it. How do I label stuff? I don't know. I'm sold. I'm easy. There you go. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So uh, with that in mind, um, we uh, one thing we're trying to do is incorporate more listener feedback into the show. So if you've got something you want to let us know about, is something you want us to hear us talk about, feedback at boardsandswords.com or uh, find the post on Facebook when I send it out asking for stuff. I've got a couple things here. Uh, do, 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 do. So actually our friend Heather responded to one of them. This was when we were thought I was going to have Corey and Jimmy on, but it's still a valid okay. question. Uh, she wants to know what our thoughts are when we do our, or when we create characters in RPGs. Kind of like when we when we're making our player characters, what's our inspiration, our creative process for designing them, greatest hits um, and fails, etc. Let me let me see if that website's still active. Oh, is that the what the f is my <laughs> yeah my d n d character dot com? It's still active. <laughs> so if you go to uh www dot who the f is my d and d character dot com and the f is spelled out properly, um yeah, you get a uh you get a randomized just, concept. It just yeah, respectful. So you think your character is cool? My character is an effing respectful elf druid from a pompous wizard school who carries a cryptic treasure map they won in a tavern bet. <laughs> So do you actually do you use that? Um, I, I think we used that one time as a joke for some throwaway <laughs> characters. Um, it, so my my thought process behind stuff now um, is like I'll go in and uh, uh, like we do the session zero with the group and all that yep. kind of stuff. Um, uh, and that's that's just because of like my comfort level with the group. I mean, guy, you remember when I first started out, I, I <laughs> built that one character for that fourth edition campaign we were doing. Yep. And then Chris is like, all right, here's your backstory. And then he sat me down in the room. Everyone's like, hey, who are you? And I'm like, uh. <laughs> that was also when you weren't uh, as comfortable with role playing. Uh, like, yeah. I just want to roll uh, dice and fight stuff. <laughs> yes. And that's that was still that was still the best when everyone just gave me that look. I'm like, I hit it with my axe. And like, um, really? <laughs> yeah, because at fourth edition, you didn't just hit it with your axe. You're like, I'm going to cleave it or bludgeon it or. <laughs> yeah. You got all those powers use, there. Don't you use one of those? Yeah, I'm going to use use one of my basically cantrips yeah. for attacking. Um, I it it's now uh, I we try to do a lot of I try to do a lot of funny stuff. Yep. I mean, you know, yeah, we still we, we'll play we'll play some serious roles and all that kind of or like we you try to play the game so you're like, "All right, I'm a soldier. I'm going to be serious." But then it's like, "Ah, eh, let's let's throw a little humor in there just to just to make everything laugh." Or I try to um I try to do some min-maxing like Chris does. I'm usually no good at that. For me, it's it's, it's usually one of two things. It's either finding a quirky concept like you're talking about, where it's just a weird quirky concept, or it's based on like, uh, A, what haven't I played that would be kind of cool to try out, or B, uh, 
what in what what media am I obsessed with, and I want to replicate that in in like D and D or something. Like when I okay, made yeah. when I made Sarav, I was binging Arrow, so it was like, well, I'm gonna make like the Arrow in D and D. So the one thing I do always always incorporate is um, how many legal game breaking rules can I combine into one? <laughs> I think that goes with the min maxing. That is, oh, that's so. I mean, but that's that was the um the whole when uh oh when we did like the A team one. Yep. With my Wookie. I mean, oh, I I was I I sent because Randy ran that one for us, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, and I sent him all the stuff, and I was like, hey man, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? And he was like, yes, 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 yes. And I was like, dude, you messed up. <laughs> you don't messed like, up. <laughs> you messed. You don't up, messed man. up. I mean, my Wookiee's carrying around a bowcaster that basically outputs a ship-sized turbo laser every shot. Uh, I had like I had the only kills of the game just because the guy. But that was an, vaporizing. That, that was an example where it was like we had a concept as a girl. Was like, hey, what if we had the A team in Star Wars? But that was then it was easy to make a character. Yeah, that, that's right. Which probably Scratch is one of my favorite characters I've ever done. Scratch was great. That man. was the that was so much fun. Um, in our more recent Star Wars game, it was we were Deploy kind of the landing gear. Retract the <laughs> no, landing it was retract gear. the landing gear. <laughs> I only want to retract one of the landing gear so that the ship rocks. Uh, but like in our more recent one, we were talking and trying to come up with like concepts, and I had the idea of like, what if I had like a a, a a racer type aspect, but it's a woman, and while she's super good at racing, she's kind of like outside of that. She's kind of, uh, kind of, she was like a drunk basically. <laughs> mm. And just like one of those, I'm going to go do whatever I want kind of things. But it was one of those, like to the point where she's probably better driving when she's drunk. Than <laughs> exactly. So always just like weird, quirky concepts like that. Um, trying to think failures. Uh, uh the very first Star Wars guy I played <laughs> with the group. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. Was, like I, and that, and that was that was just my whole like comfort level of role playing. Yeah, because Chris's character shoved me out of an airlock. Yeah, I I think for me, I don't know about characters I've made necessarily that were failures, but like games I've been in where I've run the games and like the the I don't the the fate game that we played the fir- back when we first started the podcast. Yeah. And we didn't do any talking between us. And so it was like a bunch of people that really shouldn't have been together. (laughs) That was kind of a miss. Um, Yeah, those are usually it's like failures is like when just there wasn't enough planning and everybody kind of did their own thing. And you end up with like a whole bunch of people good at one thing and nobody's good at something else, which can be fun. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think now. Any other any other like failures i don't know uh, maybe i'll come back to it <gasps> there's a homebrew gundam 5e skin oh no well i i st- um i don't know how you feel about blades in the dark but i backed a game that's basically gundam in blades in the dark it's not my favorite <laughs> <laughs> and i also got the uh the the i backed the stargate 5e skin Ooh. so yeah. Uh, moving on, I got some other word. Daniel, actually, I don't know if he's still on the on, on the stream, but uh, Daniel sent us another message or another uh, suggestion. Uh, always loved when Data would play poker with famous scientists in the holodeck. Who would you pick yes. to play a game with, and what game would it be? Ooh. Um. Um. Uh, so the game's going to be Munchkin. <laughs> God, who would I play that with? That'd be great. I don't know famous wise. Like I know people I just, see this is the wrong time to ask that because I'm like just friends. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> just I just would want to play with friends. You would you would cave and play Munchkin, wouldn't you? I mean, I would. I would play. People. Yeah, if it got me out of the house, yeah, I would play. <laughs> oh, um, have you seen the? Um, I don't know how much um, uh, streaming you've been watching with commercials, but the Uber Eats where it's uh, oh yeah, a Picard Mark versus, versus uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. yeah, those would be two cool guys to play with. You know that would like, you know it'd be funny playing a social deduction game with people like that, like people who are trained in acting. Yes, it would just be so weird to see. So uh, yeah, I think uh, something like that where it's like Spyfall or something. Yes, is there a Star Trek Spyfall? Is there I a Star Wars Spyfall? Don't think so. Why not? I mean, because I the IPs probably cost a bunch of life. <laughs> because FFG didn't want to do it. Yeah. Although now the Star or the Minis license is now over with that other company that did, did, did uh, Atomic Mass Games. Play play Star Wars Spyfall with all the captains from <laughs> Star Trek universe. Nice. And play Star Trek Spyfall <laughs> with a bunch of people from the Star Wars universe. Nice. There you go. Uh, Jason asked us, he said, how do you feel about the new estimate on the predicted heat death of the universe? Um, is it within the next 50 years? <laughs> Probably not. Then I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Although I got to say, I don't know, given the way I'm, I'm getting to the point, I'm getting tired. Uh, I haven't been posting as much on social media and some of that's just because I get on and I just get kind of frustrated. I need to well, do. So are, are we talking about the heat death of the universe or are we talking about. Um, one of our world leaders pissing off one of the other world leaders and nuking the planet. Oh, that's two different things. One, yes, would happen before the other. Okay. What but, was that? What was that project in Doctor Who? Oh, Austin Heiger, Austin Heimer Key. Yeah, with the the twenty five nukes. In the yeah, Osterhagen Key or something like that. Yeah. So. There you go. That's that's the comments and questions that we have. Uh, yeah, like I said, I've been on. I've been not as much on social media. A because I've been obsessed with World of Warcraft, and B just the the creative energy to like Twitter is fine where I can like text something, but like taking pictures and TikToks, I've just not been in the mood. Some of it's because the room's a mess here, um, and just some of it is I don't know. I got to get more like hands off social media where I just make stuff and put po- and post it up there, and I'll just reply to comments, but not reading anybody else's. <laughs> Yeah, that, I'm just a lurker. Yeah, uh, that'll probably get me back in the mood. So uh, that's I think I think it's time to uh, the roll that beautiful beam footage. That wraps up this week's episode, everybody. If you love this show and you want to watch it live, we record every other um, when we get to it and get a proper schedule. Uh, you can check out uh, boardsandswords.com slash live it's got the schedule and the links to all of the live streaming channels um, you can check out boardsandswords.com you, it'll have uh, all the links for everything and it also has a link to our other show that we might someday get back into going with the Dirtbags of Holding that's an RPG podcast where we take all of the world's best RPGs and mess them up for that's right. Yeah, it'll it'll come back someday. We just all are all need a creative recharge. Uh, you can email us comments and questions, stuff you want us to talk about on the show. Feedback at boardsandswords.com. You got something that we said that you want us to talk more about or respond to? Send it to us. We're also on social media, facebook.com slash boardsandswordspod is our Facebook page. I'm boards and, at boardsandswords on Twitter and on Instagram as at boardsandswordschris. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as Bill the Dirtbag. Uh, this podcast is also a part of Punchboard Media. For other great gaming podcasts, make sure you go check out Punchboard Media. 
www.thepodcastmedia.com. And thank you for listening, for watching. However, we enjoy entertaining you. Make sure you go check out patreon.com slash boards and swords to help support the show. We will be back at a regularly scheduled, not this coming Wednesday, but the following Wednesday with another episode. Although we may switch to, we're teasing the option of switching to Sundays because this might be nice. Let us, let us know. In the meantime, remember that every gamer has a story and uh, Philip just needs to stand up. Take a bow. Stand up. <laughs> Stand up. Wasn't that a song? Every gamer has a story, and my wife just brought me cookies. Oh, <sighs> cookies. Ooh, Corey and Jimmy brought me cookies. That they did. I'm gonna go get cookies. It's over. Woo!